0: Welcome to the Watch & Wine Podcast, a show about cinema brought to you by Rowan, Mercy, Maria, and Lauren. You can find us in our Film Focus Discord server to listen to podcasts live and ask questions, or on our Instagram account for more film content. Enjoy. Hey everyone welcome to the show my name is rowan and you can find me on letterboxd at rosace or you can find me on twitter at rowan underscore roz i'm joined today by my co-hosts mercy maria and lauren
1: hello i'm maria you can find me
2: on letterboxd with maria r-o-m and i'm mercy you can find me on letterboxd at literally underscore mercy
3: i'm lauren my letterboxd is at lolo's app uh
0: yeah so hello everyone welcome to Shit. Okay. This is why. This is why I'm saying I need something to have like on on my head to kind of I, I,
3: start. Have you guys been to the theaters at all? Uh. Yeah. No. Uh, no. No.
1: Yeah.
3: no. I was I gonna say to yes. Go.
1: I want to see Dark Knight. No. Green Knight. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I was uh, gonna say
2: Maria. Maria for a Nolan film. That would be something.
0: Yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh,
2: was... is it a
1: Nolan?
0: No. Oh. No. <laughs> you said Dark, <laughs> you said <Night>. Dark Knight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: it's true. Like the Batman one, right?
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, uh, close enough. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Well, whatever. no I, I, I tried mean to get Green the Light.
0: the new one, but there, there were no cams available. I, I, I that's not what I uh. I, I'm not legally allowed to say that. Actually, I I, I retract that.
2: <laughs>
0: Oof. There's no cameras open.
2: A law-abiding right. You're, uh, you're in lockdown. Again We're in
3: lockdown. Yeah, you have a sensible government.
0: <laughs> well, no, so. we don't. Oh shit! I need to put myself I mean, on do not Disturb. You,
3: I mean, we... compared to a- areas in the states like where COVID's just rampant, we don't we don't have to make this the COVID podcast. It's just relevant yeah. to to theaters being open. Um That's they're, true. They're open for now uh, here in Seattle. Um And. I to see the Green Knight in a, it's like a, like a multiplex. So the, the screens aren't like huge and there's, you know, only like a hundred, probably a hundred seats in the theater. Um, but I saw a matinee of the Green Knight with some friends and there was just like a handful of other, other people in the theater. So I, you know, felt fine, like eating popcorn and relaxing, but, um, yeah, it, it was, it, I'm, I'm glad I saw that in a theater because it's very heavy on, like, atmosphere. And, um, yeah. It was was a really I mean, that was a highlight of my day. Uh, Or maybe my week.
0: (laughs) Has anyone else seen The Green Knight? I I haven't had a chance to.
2: I saw it, yeah, opening weekend. Um, I really wanted to see it because I obviously love a ghost story. I think I've spoken about it before, so... Mm -hmm. yeah some of the best yeah it's david lowry um some of the best cinematography i've seen in a while um there's some great shots so i'm also glad i got to see it on the big screen
0: i haven't like i think i've mentioned like three times that i haven't seen it but i I really like the the color palette it looks pretty like interesting like it's got a lot of greens and yellows
2: Mm -hmm. maybe because it's a
0: a i knew you were gonna say that but like specifically (laughs) it's like an off yellow sort of mm-hmm. like it's like mustard almost I, I don't know it just seemed unique to me
3: yeah definitely in the vein of the super saturated like a24 uh movies but ma- yeah maintains the really, uh solid palette i think and um it looks very a24 yeah but it also uses some very like uh it's almost esoteric to me, you know, when they use completely uh... sorry, I'm searching for words. What do they okay. what are they what do they call it in filmmaking when they use the the gels, like um uh like pla- gel they're called gels like the plastic that they put over to make uh lights certain colours in theater or um
0: I know what you mean. I don't know what uh, yeah, you're searching You know, for.
3: like or early, early movies like Birth of the Nation have you know the, yeah yeah like, super, super colored colored, uh, but they kind of do that um, for you know particularly magical moments or um, it's very natural but it's
0: it's supernatural awesome. right the movie mm-hmm. it's got like a like it's not just like set in real life it's actually got some like fantasy yeah it's, shit. it's a it's, yeah it's a it's just... yeah
3: it's a myth
2: yeah okay. it's a fantasy basically
0: <laughs> anyway so we want to move on from the green Knight. What, what has everyone else seen maria what what have you seen this week
1: oh i watched this cool movie called a woman under the influence it's from the 70s very cool stuff but i was a bit disappointed with it because it is supposed to be i mean i i don't know if i'm going to spoil anything but it, this is literally on the plot on the, the letterbox description but it says that i mean it's about this woman who like uh, gets uh, a a bit neurotic because of certain circumstances and the husband locks her up in uh, like a mental institute but um, the movie revolves around this man like how he's feeling and stuff instead of focusing on her so it's a lot more like a it's like a very one-sided uh, movie, so I was a bit disappointed. But still, very, very, very good. I really recommend it because uh, I really enjoyed it.
0: What What did you say was what was the title of the movie?
1: Oh, a woman under the influence. Okay.
0: On my watchlist. When, <laughs> when was it like released? Sort of. Like, is it new? Oh,
1: in the, se- no, it is. It is from the seventies.
0: Right. Okay yeah nice yeah Uh, just just kind of out of curiosity uh also josh corrected us in the in the chat color tinting is is the word that we were searching for uh yeah so thanks for that
3: yeah yeah woman under the influences on my watch list too we've got we've got to watch it for the letterbox top
0: 250. oh yeah yeah uh so really wow Mercy, you have a really interesting one that I want to hear you talk about because I'm I'm kind of curious how how you're gonna endorse this. Sorry, one second before you go. Hey Liam, you can't. uh, Can you please stop walking in this room? Can you keep the door closed, please?
2: Liam, Uh, I'm trying
0: to be careful of you. Okay, thank you. Uh, When you walk past, uh, you you can walk past if you want, but don't talk to me if that's okay.
2: Do we know where? Just
0: be, be ninja quiet. Yeah.
2: Where is Woman in, Under the Influence on the top 250 in uh, ranking? 63. Do we know?
3: 63. Okay. Cool. Yeah. There's, there's a little crown.
1: We got time. Her. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm trying to watch all of them before um, beforehand. <laughs>
2: yeah. that's. I need to set that as my new goal. I did it this week. I'm two for two this week. That's a first. Yeah, me too. Let's
1: go. Oh, well, I, I also watch all the Human Condition stuff. Very, you very good. You saw all yeah. three.
0: I still need to see this. Yeah. Movie, but oh my god, I can't wait to actually. I, I'm not like on the edge of my seat to talk about that because I didn't like it. <laughs> oh wait, we're not talking about that today, are we? Never mind. No, we're not. No, that that's that's <laughs> down the line. Okay, we we were almost gonna talk about uh. What should we call it? Human condition for, for, for this episode, but uh, we opted to group them all together and talk about the three of them as a trilogy. When we reached the the third one in the list, I think is if that's correct.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Uh,
0: so what we're we going to talk about instead? Uh, I don't want to. T- we're not talking about Letterboxd Two Fifty yet, but just a little teaser. Uh, we're talking about Spirited Away and A Dog's Will for this week. Uh, so their placements nine and ten, I think. So, uh, yeah, we're getting through it very slowly. So we're as of now we're one at twenty fifth, less than one twenty fifth of the way through, but we'll get there.
2: Like, there's no way we're we're not 125th finishing this yet. <laughs> we're gonna be recording five years
3: down the road. Yeah, if we
0: ever finish this, I'll I will be so amazed. It'll be the biggest accomplishment. Yeah,
3: we'll have to like meet up in real life and recorded yes. in person. What so do you mean? We're, we're all in the same studio. Films. Yeah, oh right. Right. Um Roz, did you see anything like what what was your favorite recent uh, watch?
0: I don't know if I'm technically allowed to talk about this movie given that superhero movies are technically not allowed as a as part of the effort to keep <laughs> the conversation controlled to kind of like foreign and art house movies but
2: it's a it's okay we won't tell maria she'll she'll never know
0: yeah she'll mm-hmm. <laughs> just maria plug your ears uh you know i, w- I want to make an exception okay. for suicide uh the suicide squad i want to clarify uh the new suicide squad movie directed by james gunn uh, which i think is probably well it's easily the best uh dc but i think it's probably one of the best superhero movies It, it it's in the same vein as Guardians of the Galaxy, if you like that kind of humor. I described it... The same, same director, right? Yes, yes. James Gunn directed both. And I, I described to, I think, Mercy the other day that uh, he's really good with sort of minimalist humor. And by that, I mean sort of just subtle things that will make you crack up for no reason. A perfect example of this is uh, is Groot, just saying, I am Groot over and over again like it's just so not funny that it's that it's funny you know like it, it's I, I don't know how he does it but the, the the suicide squad as i predicted is full of that kind of shit and i don't it just really works for me one of the characters is literally just a is literally just a great white shark that can like walk and talk really basic sentences and yeah it, i don't know he's ugh. I don't even know how to endorse this movie properly, but just if you if you enjoyed Guardians of the Galaxy, you'll definitely like this. And also, it's got some really good uh, Maria. I know you're probably never gonna watch this, but if you do, you know, you know, just if you're ever considering this, uh, it's got some really great gore effects. Like it's it really makes use of its R rating, uh, R for Americans. It's M A for me because I'm in Australia. But uh, yeah, it's got some it's got some really creative gore. And if you hate Pete Davidson, uh also watch this movie because you'll get a happy treat yeah uh, that, that's all i've really got to say i don't want to talk about suicide squad for too long the suicide squad
1: uh
2: i'm excited to see margot robbie because i think that she's great as harley quinn so that's the only thing that really oh yeah
1: me. i love her
3: i, I really the only thing of interest in this movie. <laughs> in the mc or dcu
0: I think yeah. you'll be surprised that she's probably the least interesting character in this movie, just because we've seen oh her boy. before. She, like, she's just doing her All usual right. thing again. The best character is actually, uh, besides the shark character, who is just funny for no reason, uh, there's a character called Ratcatcher or something, and her character is literally just to con- control rats. And she is, I don't know the actress's name, but she is absolutely the heart of the movie. She's Uh, she has this really sweet backstory, and uh, yeah, Yeah, I don't know. know. It it has Taika Waititi. I don't
1: know. uh, They put a lot of action. What did you say? (laughs) Talk, talk, Lauren.
3: I was just going to say, they're, I don't know. They're so formulaic. I took forever to watch Birds of Prey, because I knew I would probably like it a little bit um but they're i don't know i yeah. think it's gonna be a i think it's gonna be a while until like a superhero movie especially made from one of these big studios is actually gonna like, i think this like, one will surprise, surprise you surprise me. Me.
1: so good this I one is specifically
3: it. designed to like
0: to subvert your expectations so if that's what well, you're
3: looking for it... i i do like that kind of meta filmmaking sometimes to my blockbusters but i wouldn't call it meta but it's
0: not it doesn't just have this same it's not just set up mm-hmm. plot giant mm-hmm. battle you know i mean there is a giant battle but it but it's actually good it's like they, they solved they, the all problem in have, creative yeah, they all have
3: ways. to have one okay uh, i love
2: the way they did the like the way that the plot flows in birds of prey is a little off for me like they put the flashbacks oh, totally. in a Sorry. really weird spot but mm-hmm. that's my complaint
0: <laughs> yeah the characters are the highlight in in birds of prey
3: I'd say Harley Quinn is I,
0: I think everyone else is pretty forgettable I think Ewan McGregor can be given an honorable mention as one of the factors that makes the movie at least kind of watchable you know mm. uh, okay. do we want to move well, on I'm, to the, the letterbox yeah. 250 because uh, I feel like we're kind of uh-huh. running out of gas in this segment
2: can i promo nine days before we do that
0: oh yeah i forgot sorry yeah go Uh, give me your advertisement
2: (laughs) well i'll make it short and fast but um nine days which is directed by edson oda um this premiered at i believe it was sundance last year or maybe it was earlier this year um but this is out in limited release right now and is kind of one of my recent favorites again i obviously just saw it last night but i've not been able to stop thinking about it um winston duke is the lead he's from uh, black panther i think that's his most notable role but it's essentially about him living in the middle of nowhere and he interviews nine different souls for the opportunity to return to earth so if you're a fan of anything that's super existential and kind of questions your place in the universe and why you were created and what you might have been created to do. Um, it's fantastic for that. And the use of flashbacks and VHS tapes and, oh gosh, so many things. It's just so creatively done. It's beautifully filmed.
0: In a review, um, I heard it being compared to uh, The Good Place. Uh, oh, I can that... see that. Yeah. I've it's... seen
2: a little bit more people are mostly comparing it to Pixar's Soul which is, you know, pretty obvious <laughs> That's because pretty easy. Soul's in yeah. Soul Yeah, but it's definitely so I I mean if you like the themes in Soul I think you'll like it. It's I think it's going to end up to be a little bit polarizing for people who it's pretty long for what's effectively a really simple plot. So I think if you're not emotionally attached to it and probably the first third or so, you're not going to enjoy the rest, but I, it completely touched me. I was sobbing by the end. Um, highly recommend. If it's in a theater near you, go and see.
0: Yeah, I had a search for this. Uh, I, I just kind of looked it up out of curiosity, and the the, the plot description really, I don't know, really intrigued me. So I, I had a look. Unfortunately, it's kind of so limited that I couldn't really find it anywhere, so I'm going to have to go and uh, I, I'm going to have to wait until my lockdown ends and then go find a cinema that shows it. Yeah. Because, yeah. It's, I, I, I wonder. I'm,
2: I'm I don't excited. know. I don't know if they're releasing it to anything streaming wise after this, but.
0: It's by Sony. So, yeah. I don't know. Do, uh, maybe Netflix because. Uh, no.
3: I, I have hope no it, idea. I hope it gets uh, a wider availability. Um, yeah.
0: Also, doesn't Sony stuff go to Star or Star Z or something? And it, doesn't Disney Plus have a partnership with. That. I, I don't know how i don't know all I the connections
1: no
0: I'm, I'm surely it'll come to something i mean it's it's got a pretty star-studded cast and it's not getting that big of a release you know what i mean like i can't see that just being kind of shifted aside if it's getting yeah good reviews
2: well festival season over the last year was so weird because of covid and so i think films that normally would get a quote-unquote traditional release it's just looking very different for them as opposed to blockbusters are going back to how things were so
3: it's gonna be interesting to see how the industry changes i I found out um or like just because of covid i found out um the green knight was recut um because of covid because i mean like they finished it and then because they wanted to
0: why? Like, what's the? They just yeah. They
3: wanted to release it in the theater. Uh, so they like de-glorified it, or? No, David Lowry just like had a chance to recut it. So, I wonder what he cut though. Like, do you mean like to That's make it awesome. more family friendly? No, just to like change the movie. I think it's a little slower because of that. I guess, but yeah, yeah, we'll we'll see.
0: Yeah, okay. Well, yeah, I wonder what he like, changed. I wonder if there'll be, like, a, like original cuts of the movie going around.
2: I would watch a director's cut of Green Knight, because I would be curious to hear a lot more of the um, backstory, fantasy origins, etc. That's what I'm saying. I think... A lot
0: of it. It, it didn't Lauren say that, like, this is the director's, like, because he was able to kind of recut it?
3: Yeah. Is...
2: I mean, I don't know if that so, like, involved any...
3: In cinemas. It it, yeah. it is the final director's cut. It's okay. just, they finished the movie and then the studio said, you know, it's going to... Go have fun with it. It's it, Yeah, it's, it's not going to be... It's in, not going to get anything. Either, so, yeah. And they trust, I mean, I assume, like, not every studio would do that, but... um A24
0: yeah. is, I don't know. Yeah,
3: they definitely, like, respect the auteur and want that kind of voice um you know people and control of their movies
2: yeah
0: uh do we want to talk about letterbox 250 that that's how i introduce every segment i just go do you do you want to talk about this uh let's talk about the yeah i'll be more decisive <laughs> we're talking about letterbox 250 now
2: <laughs> <Awesome>.
1: <laughs> okay
2: whatever go see all these films and theaters <laughs> that we just advertised
0: <laughs> yeah so should we go through just one, one more time so i i kind of i recommend suicide i recommend the suicide squad
3: uh you guys uh, go.
2: go see nine days
3: <laughs> yeah watch the green knight on the biggest screen possible if it's safe where you're at
0: and maria
1: oh. what did you oh yeah I just watch uh, a woman under the influence from the 9064
0: all right there you go check them out it's
1: so good yeah
0: so what's first on the list should we go in there with what'd you say maria
1: that <laughs> lauren just wants to get over with it
3: i don't want to get it over with that i just want to keep the
2: i was gonna say keep i keep the, the conversation
3: momentum
0: yeah, he wants to say as much too. as he can yeah. before he disconnects from the internet exactly uh mm. does anyone know a dog's what's will, first? will is a dog's will all okay. right yeah. we didn't talk it's about
1: my... pig we yeah,
0: it is should have... Didn't we talk pig about pig? Is, last pig
1: episode? is okay. so good.
0: Oh my god. <laughs> real question, pig
1: real is question. Is so it re, real question Does it pig gets eaten or not? I really want to know. <laughs> I'm not going to tell weird. you. No, it's, it's, don't spoil it. It's so it. It much funnier. Let's,
3: let's not talk about it.
0: Anyone
1: <laughs> Sounds who funny. wasn't
0: Well, anyone who was here last podcast already heard this discussion but anyone who Mm. like the that episode is not i haven't released that episode yet so no one knows we did
2: did
1: talk about it
0: yeah yeah so i'm saying we've already done like a whole like discussion on pig because that was like right after you guys watched it
1: I really need to know this answer so I can keep Maria. it. Maria oh, didn't, wow.
2: She didn't pay attention during the stream and missed the most I emotional did. climax of the whole film. I was
0: wow. so well, annoyed. Does he eat a like a ham sandwich or something and then he goes, "Oh shit"?
1: Well, I'm not gonna. I'm no, not gonna say anything. Sad. he was sad. He was sad because his friend died. His friend or got something. turned into a I pork chop. That was with a cook.
0: That's probably what it was. He was a
1: cook. Yeah, see, he was well, like Nick Cage was with a cook, and he was so mad. So I mean, those two <laughs> products makes equals to the pig being eaten. No, I mean, why would? Fucking. What else would he with, with with a cook? What do you if mean? looking for his pig. He was looking for his pig, and then he went to this restaurant and talked with the cook to see if oh, he was seen him. Uh, <laughs> you missed to, the whole plot. That's not why to he... Know,
0: oh my gosh. Like,
1: <laughs> Explain
2: it to me, Kanda. Not... No, you, at this point you need <laughs> to rewatch it.
1: I'm like actually yeah. committed to you re it. <laughs> I won't rewatch that shit. It was horrible.
0: Bro, I haven't even seen the it movie, so and I can tell boring. you the pig probably survived. Actually, I don't know. I don't know. I can't really make that assumption.
1: <laughs> no
2: comment. Yeah, I was gonna
0: say. <laughs> you know, I'm not gonna say that because now I feel like I'm wrong. But uh, I, you does, are does so it doesn't have mean. an uplifting ending where he fucking finds the. Pig?
2: Everyone, everyone, go see Pig too if you can.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Oh, it. No, uh, it doesn't have a happy ending. Will, it, it doesn't count as a spoiler if I don't know. Pig will make you question your place on this earth. Nine days will make you question whether you should be on this earth at all. <laughs>
3: wow. That's dark. <laughs> this
0: this conversation is extremely relevant to the letterbox mm-hmm. list that we're going to talk well, about. Well,
3: you know what's also very... has some very existential themes in it is a dog's will. What? Oh, nice That's, so true. Otto, oh, well, Otto that's Otto not true. Nice thing. Yes, that's so true.
0: What do you mean? Doesn't it... it I,
3: I haven't it seen it, with, it, it, but... It, it, it end not it's not even the ending. This movie goes on and on and on, which I love, but uh, like the climax is the main character being tried in heaven and asking for an appeal. Like That's true. That that, that was very existential to me. Just oh, a... that's what
1: happens? I didn't know that.
3: Just to let you sure, guys know. Yeah. Me well, and... I don't think you watched this movie either. <laughs>
1: I did. I watched yeah. both versions. Did the
3: big right, guy right. You watched both versions? Uh, and in one, dog- I didn't have subtitles. Early on, one didn't have subtitles. The dog. Yeah,
1: movie. I watched yeah. watching in
3: Portuguese. Oh, so you just had to like? Do you speak Portuguese? Do your best. Of
1: course not, but I—I I mean, I could understand <laughs> some things.
0: Yeah. So you just—I—I I mean, fair enough. If you can, if you kind of understand what's happening, I guess. Well, there's yeah. two.
2: The film is based on what a play originally, right? And the play was made into a mini series. Is that... Because I remember, Maria, we were talking about this, where there's two separate productions and they're like a year apart from one another. So we're talking about the feature film, which is from 2000, I
3: think? Yeah, the one that's ranked on Letterboxd on number eight. I I definitely want to see the extended cut. I, I think this movie has a really great like pace and um it definitely kind of sweeps you off your feet like uh you know not not being a native portuguese speaker you i had to read subtitles but um there's lots of quick quick dialogue and quick jokes um it definitely surprised me how
0: kind of accessible it looked considering the poster looks the poster does not do this movie any favors i mean like it looks fitting to the movie but like i would i, I couldn't look at that poster and say that it looks like a movie i'd, I'd want to see you know it looks like a stuffy three hour period piece
2: no it's super short
0: yeah well at least the the cut version is super short
2: yeah yeah the miniseries is like For those who don't know
0: this movie was recut into, the original movie is like three hours long i don't know which one came first but one of them is three hours and one of them is cut to like 100 minutes so
3: yeah it's it was like it, it was aired as a tv series like a mini series i believe but the the feature is very watchable i'd say I, I gave it a four out of five stars yeah.
1: i enjoyed more the tv version to be honest mm-hmm. i we saw that it was more in depth. Into... yeah it was three hours Right. Uh, okay.
0: So the three hours is is like the mini series, all kind of together. So you mean?
1: Yeah.
2: So what okay. does the film lose or miss that the mini series captures in an extra whatever that is hour and a half of runtime? Because I I struggled with this film. I struggled to sit through it. I struggled with the humor. I struggled with the treatment of women. I I yeah. The not... humor
1: was so horrible. I, I agree with you. I think
2: what it might be, and I don't want to say this disrespectfully, because I'm wondering if it's a cultural distinction where the jokes don't translate well to English subtitles. No, no, no. No, no, Because there were moments when the body language and the expressions, and I could tell that it was supposed to be like slap comedy, but the actual dialogue was not landing for me in terms of, oh, I actually understand this enough to find it funny.
1: No, I think I I, I think uh, as a as a person from Latin America, I can yeah. uh, I can say that this is really a, a a thing that I really hate about our culture because there are so many jokes like this that are not funny, but they are just they exist, you know. So all of the jokes there happens like in in, in the real life, like every day, like even with my parents. Yeah. So. It's, it's just disgusting and it's not funny, you know? It's just like, really, why would you make fun of that? Or why would you joke about that? It's not even that funny. Like like that scene where this girl is uh, hiding the, the three men or two men in her house, that's like a a, a very common joke here. And yeah. I hate it because, uh, I don't know, yeah. I just think it's disgusting.
3: Uh, it is a pretty kind of problematic archetype of, like, the, yeah, it's, like, supposed to be this kind of small town, like, uh, away from, like, the riffraff of the city, but there's, there's, like, the town bully, there's, like, yeah, this, the woman is rich, is, like, married to the, uh, richest guy in town who is so rich just because he, like, owns the bakery, um, but yeah, she's like sleeping around and I, I, I tried to like embrace this as much as possible and like just, you know, I, I missed some of the cultural references, I'm sure. But yeah. um, there is, I, I, I can't appreciate that like, oh, we have it like, life is so bad. Like, let's just laugh at it mentality i i think that the kind of main characters almost have but they're also like fighting for their survival every single day and just like uh you know they they call someone their master if they're just like able to feed them for like a week and the the like kind of joke at the beginning of the movie is like they start working for these uh people you know they just run a bakery uh but the food that they feed them is, like, worse than what the, the dog eats. Like, this woman cooks for her dog, like, all day. Like, oh, she's eating this, she's eating this. And like, they're just, like, salivating over just the idea, like, having any of that. And then when they feed their food to the dog, it, like, kills the dog instantly. Um, yeah. I'm- it's kind of the, like, uh, like, sets the plot in motion. But, um... I, I was kinda waiting like near the halfway mark, I was like, man, this is really gonna go on for a while, isn't it? Yeah. Um it's a lot of a lot of just like laughing at human suffering, the whole movie, which I I can totally see why that gets tiring. Um it, it's kind of notable the I I think it's so high up because uh the you know, the the people that do like this movie just think it is like just connect with it so much or um you know find it comfortable or it's just like a cultural touchstone for brazilian like cinema files. i think so like if you when you go to the recent reviews like the ones in portuguese are all five out of five but um yeah i i rated this higher than any of my friends on letterboxd a lot of yeah but that that five out of
1: five
3: from
1: from Brazilian people, like Mm -hmm. makes you realize that this is like an ongoing, like a real thing that uh, this kind of humor is like, uh, seen uh, in a good way. Mm. I mean, I I just, I I personally have a problem with it because I uh, try very, very hard to um, stay away from all these stereotypes and these jokes from my culture. So I, I really find these things problematic, but like most of my friends or even my family don't think that way. So uh, I think that those people who love this movie is just people that doesn't see a problem in in seeing those kind of stuff, you know?
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Do we want to talk about uh, Spirited Away? If everyone's kind oh, of said that was...
2: Piece? I was just going to say, the only other thing that I did find particularly interesting and that I want to read more about is kind of the role of catholicism in all of this and yeah. more specifically the church um obviously there's a very huge chunk where Jack and Crew go up to not heaven mm-hmm. but you know and they have temporary conversations with Satan and Jesus um about morality good and evil yeah. um and there's some I mean there's some great lines in that section I forget I think it's yeah. Jesus who says it at one point to uh Oh my gosh, uh, the Holy Mother, where it's like, if you keep intervening in all of this stuff for everyone's, you know, advocating for all these people, then um, hell is going to be like a government agency where it, mm-hmm. it 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 exists, but it doesn't work. Um, I thought that was really funny. So there's some there's some yeah. cool commentary <laughs> on the church and kind of how these people interact in the re- religious sphere.
3: Yeah, that that part yeah. definitely reminded me of uh, like the good place, and yeah, quest- questioning our like systems of morality and, uh, like, why. Why we set up this dichotomy between heaven and hell. Yeah. But
2: and also what people feel that they need to do or how they need to act as people in order to achieve
0: mm-hmm. heaven. As what would stars. you guys give this out of five? What would what scores did you guys give it?
2: Uh, mm-hmm. I gave it a two point five, and I think Maria, did you give it a two? I think we were pretty close in rating at, at a five
0: I
1: yeah think. no um like the the tv version i put it a 2.5 and the theater version which is the 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 shortest one i put two because the production was good like all everything was well done i just don't like the thematic of it mm-hmm
2: yeah, it's an incredible, I mean, such a testament to Brazilian cinema in terms of what can be done with a low budget. Um, and I, yeah. cultural barriers set aside, that's super impressive. I wish that I had more cultural understanding to appreciate this a lot more.
0: Let's move on to Spirited Away mm-hmm. so we don't uh, spend too much time on yeah. this. Uh, so, ha- has everyone here seen this? I think everyone's seen Spirited Away
1: yeah I think lovely movie
0: probably the most popular movie that we've talked about so far maybe besides parasite Ugh. i don't know what I what do you think mm. i think more people have probably seen spirited away i mean that seems like sort of that kind of childhood nostalgia movie sorry yeah uh, can you guys give me one second can, can you guys hear music in the background no no, no. Like at all, like not even the faint. No, I'm just worried that this is going to be in in the background of the recording.
2: Nope, no. I can't hear anything.
0: Yeah, you can hear what? Sorry, we can't hear anything. hear anything. Okay, yeah. I'm just gonna cross my fingers and just hope that that's gonna be filtered out by my microphone. Uh, anyways, so yeah, Spirited Away. Uh, I didn't. Well, okay. We a couple of us rewatched this last night. Uh, me and did you show up, Maria? I think you were there.
2: Maria was in. Yeah.
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. Us three and like, besides Lauren and yeah. I, before that, I I didn't really like this movie. I thought it was just kind of really basic. I, something to note: I didn't grow up with this movie, like I think a lot of people did. So I didn't really have that personal attachment with the main character and all of the you know the cute things that are obviously targeted at kids and people who find cute things cute like it just didn't really do it for me uh i i before the podcast started i, I described this as sort of a movie where the the characters and the plot just moves from point a to point b without any reason for me to kind of care what happens uh and i think a large part of why people engage with this so much is because of that uh attachment with the protagonist which i didn't build through my childhood so uh yeah like for someone who watched this for the first time uh when when i did watch it for the i I still remember watching this for the first time a couple months ago uh it didn't really speak to me at all The, the main character just kind of wandered around and did impossible shit and cried with so many fucking tears that it annoyed me sorry can someone pick up from this i, I feel like i'm talking a lot
2: well i think it's good that you said all the things you dislike because i know maria and lauren and i all love this film so.
0: uh, okay I, i'm not saying it's bad <laughs> i i will say the animation and kind of the what what's the equivalent for animation but like still frames you know what i mean like the the design of everything is really good uh like it's pretty, more particularly ooh, like,
3: ooh. The, yeah, the world uh, building
0: and and the world building yeah it just seems like they just yeah. kind of brainstormed every wacky shit character that they could come up with uh definitely gave me coco
3: vibes uh, uh da, 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 da. What, yeah, what's her I name felt, i thought coco i mean not Coco's fine. Um, but I thought the hurt uh, the transition that, that that character makes into the underworld was a complete ripoff of uh, the bathhouse visually and um, there's a great YouTube video about the that makes a distinction between hard uh, hard world building and soft world building um, that goes over just the really subtle, um, ways that they built up this world. Um,
0: I, I think the world building was definitely one of the uh, w- one of the best parts. Like like you said, that and the animation are the, are the two highlights for me. Uh, I, I was going to say, w- what's the character with you know, the giant grandma with the big head? Yababa? Uh, yeah,
1: uh,
0: Her little house where she has the desk and stuff is probably one of the. Best looking animated environments I've ever I've ever seen. Like I was just looking at that shot with all the doors, and I'm thinking, how the fuck does one kind of create this? Like, you know what I mean? Is this storyboarded? Like, obviously, but ha- how much of that is just kind of improvised by the artist? Like, y- do you guys know what well, I mean? Like, it's hard to describe if you haven't s- of- if you haven't seen it.
2: A lot of Spirited Away is based on Japanese folklore and mythology. So a lot of the characters are actually like the three heads, for example, um, also Haku the Dragon are based on actual characters that especially Japanese children grow up with and kind of are told about in day-to-day life. So it's interesting to see this for us in Western culture, because probably like the closest parallels we have are, I don't know, Alice in Wonderland. I think people have also Mm -hmm. compared like Wizard of Oz to this before, but for us to not have kind of that Japanese cultural understanding, it looks a little bit different for people who might see those characters and say, oh, I identify with Mm -hmm. this because it's familiar to me.
3: Uh, At the same time, the exposition is like so subtle and like understated. Um, mm -hmm. like as a child, I, I didn't like, I had a vague understanding of what spirits were. They didn't have the same like cultural, like relevance for me because i didn't i grew up in like a western society but when that big sludge thing comes to the bathhouse and chihiro like pulls the thorn in it out and it turns out to be like a bicycle and then all this like all the shit refuse yeah all this refuse comes out and they say like oh it's like a river spirit and it leaves all this like gold behind like that's a very literal and like I easy to follow was... like uh you know one-to-one like kids understand pollution um yeah but it's it's very different from like princess mononoke where there's like the spirit of the forest that uh turns into like the night walker and there's like the character that explains oh if we can we can kill it like while it's transitioning like there's there's very little of that um i think chihiro makes a really good audience insert because the way she like like we get to know more than she does but we're still very much lost like when she loses her name like i I couldn't even like remember her name when i was like a kid and i watched this and it felt like i was experiencing it with her um so i definitely do have that nostalgia but i think she's a pretty solid arc over the course of the film and um
0: I think I just kind of wasn't paying enough attention to all the spirit stuff because a lot of Mm. what was happening, I I really had no idea what was causing it. Like, I I could kind of follow what was happening. I just didn't know why, kind of, Mm. you know what I mean? Like, just all of a sudden, the guy with the shitty haircut was just a dragon. I'm just like, okay. I don't know what kind of caused that. Like, I understood by the end that he was sort of one of the river spirits or whatever. You know, I, but when it happened, I'm just... I, like, did they explain why he's a, a dragon? Besides him just being a... Like, why why is he a dragon?
1: And I guess he's just dragon, no?
0: Like, <laughs> like it feels like they don't explain that until they kind of show you, and it just caught me off guard. I don't know. I don't know. Like, I don't know if it's just me not really... A lot of the stuff they just kind Wait, of show you, and then you just have to kind of accept that. Like they never really explain yeah. why you turn into a pig, if you. Well, no, they, they
2: do. do. Like, 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 what... Yeah. Uh, okay.
0: okay. Magical <laughs> world, you know. The that's what I'm saying. A lot the food of the... A lot of it, yeah, that was short.
2: sat out for the spirits, and so they were punished. Uh,
0: okay, but
2: that's a. She finds that out. Uh, Shihiro mm-hmm. does. Okay.
3: Mm-hmm. Okay.
0: Like I can't,
2: yeah.
3: And the punishment fits the crime.
2: Yes.
0: Yeah. Uh, so you would, uh huh. So there's like a parallel, like you're, you, are you eat all the shit, you become a. The, yeah. Well, or you far, if I don't you know, eat I don't know.
2: if you eat like a pig, you become a pig. I think is mm-hmm. yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's well, we were.
2: I mean, Roz, I think you bring up a valid point because we were talking about this in the chat during the stream. Was um one I don't thing want to be that me like, and. No, no, no. I, I was just going to yeah. say, one of the things that Miyazaki and specifically Studio Ghibli does really well is they create films, right, that are for children in terms of genre, in terms of animation. They're very easy to follow. The characters are so beautifully animated. Everything has almost a whimsical sort of movement to it. But at the same time, there's a lot of subtext of themes that are going to be picked up by adults who watch these films like mm-hmm, we were talking mm-hmm. about the spirit away in yeah. a lot of way critiques labor and class right from the suit sprites mm-hmm. to chihiro always asking to work like she wants to work she feels like that's what she has to do to survive in the spirit world so it's it's a really cool experience i think to see these as a kid and even if you haven't seen it as a kid then you grow up and you can catch on to a few more themes when you're older.
0: Uh, Anyone have anything more to say about Spirited Away, or do we want to move on to the main topic? Uh, I I gave this a seven out of ten, or or a three point five stars.
1: (laughs) I, I... all right, yeah.
0: Sorry, he hasn't talked a lot about Spirited Away. I was going to say, yeah, if you want to go ahead.
1: Who me? No, all right.
3: You're right. You You, You said it. You said your you said your piece on Spirited Away.
1: Yeah, no, I'll put, I'm fine, I'm fine. I just wanted to say something to Ross, but I will say it later. I just got this.
0: <laughs> you sure? Okay. Yeah. Okay, Uh, so, yeah, what, what did you guys all give Spirited Away? I, I know what you guys have, but I won't.
1: Oh, I, it's a final out of five. I, I love that movie. Yeah, I agree. It's incredible. It's so creepy and frightening and... Mm-hmm existentialist and philosophist and animated, I don't know. <laughs> watching it's this so as a kid animated. was certainly like, yeah, yeah, it's amazing. And and watching it as a kid, I think it, it plays a big part on yeah. liking it.
0: That, yeah, that's what I mean. Like I feel like a lot of it chalks up to you already having, what? Well, no, 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 okay, okay, I'll rephrase that. It doesn't rely on you mm. having the attachment with the main character because obviously the first time you watch it you're not going to know who it is but like mm-hmm. it relies on you w- w- wanting to follow the character and it really helps if you've already kind of built a-, a relationship with the character through watching it as a kid if that makes sense
3: yeah well well mm-hmm. i'm curious to hear if your opinion changes if you you know watch oh, it, it again in a couple of years but before i know but just over the course of a couple months so like yeah it's it's hard to even imagine what our you know future self mindsets will be going into these movies but
0: i'll give you an update in exactly one year from now hey siri set a reminder for august 8th 2022 called update my feelings on spirited away
1: schedule reminders in the past. <laughs> when do you want to be
0: reminded? Oh, <laughs> one year from now. I can't schedule reminders in the past. That's not in the past. Do you want to be reminded?
1: Wow, Ross is so white. <laughs> I, I'm glad you have that that role, Ross.
0: <laughs> Excuse me?
1: <laughs> I'm glad you, you, I'm own, you own your role.
0: I'm efficient.
1: You know my... Mind- my my boyfriend is the same, but he's a white boy too. So husband. oh yeah, my husband.
0: <clears throat> All right, let's move on to the letterbox two fifty. Did like sure. I, I didn't ask whether everyone was ready. I just
2: So authoritative.
0: Yes. Yes. All right. Uh wait, did I just say Letterbox 250? You said Letterbox Fuck! 250. Fuck, I was so good record. and then I ruined my it. My gosh. And, oh my god, I was so proud of myself too. Shit. Okay, not the Letterbox 250. We we want to talk about the main topic now. Uh Which, which is, is really uh, funny. Which because is, we've uh, been
2: saying that the Letterbox 250 is our main topic for several episodes. <laughs> oh my. God.
0: Okay, okay. Yep. Yeah. <laughs>
2: No, that's not a that bad thing. I'm just saying it's funny.
0: <laughs> okay, we got to really... Uh, I think this will be the start of something really fun. And I don't know if I'm just speaking for myself and Mercy, uh, but I, I, I really like this concept. Uh, the, well, I'm about to explain what it is, so... Uh, uh,
2: We're excited.
0: Yeah. yeah I'm I'll, excited. I'll I don't know if everyone is. else is. Yeah, so that's what wait, I'm saying. I are we on we... a break? Sorry? Uh, are we on a
1: break?
0: We can no. pause if you want.
1: wait. Are we?
0: Okay. I didn't think we were, but we can <laughs> no. pause if you want a breather.
1: Shit, sorry. That's okay. No, it's okay. Oh, you're good.
0: So we pause right now?
1: No, it's okay. Are you...
2: Roz, are you going to explain everything?
0: Uh, Yeah, but feel free to butt in if you want to.
2: No, you're good. I'm switching my... Tabs for
0: okay all right uh
2: do we want to wait before we start for announcing stuff is it okay if we like go in a circle and maybe do one each or do we want to have people do their entire list how do you guys feel because we're not giving we'll a lot do, of context we'll, let's explain what
0: we're let's explain what we're doing first and then we can make that decision uh okay cool okay so this concept is kind of directly inspired by another podcast which me and mercy uh both listen to it's a funny story that's actually kind of uh how the the podcast came into existence is uh we just we just kind of coincidentally listened to the the sin cast which is a a podcast uh made by the creators of the cinema sins youtube channel uh i i i think it's really entertaining and it just you know by chance we happen to both follow that and yeah that that kind of spawned this podcast we we're just kind of like just kind of a spontaneous thing we should just make a podcast uh yeah but anyway then we the... made
2: maria and lauren join us
0: uh yeah yeah we forced them
2: wait what <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> anyways so the the sin cast uh, has a few times done a, a very kind of interesting pr- project Uh, so what they do is they get, like, 64, or, like, roughly 64 movies, and they put them in a bracket, which is, like, uh, one of those tournament things where it's sort of like a tree. You have all the 64 movies lined up, they all, they they compare them to each other one at a time, and then the winner will move on, and the loser just gets eliminated, and so eventually, uh, all the matchups get kind of more specific, uh, as... You vote for the winners. I hope that makes sense. Does that? Uh, I hope you have an idea in your head of what I'm talking about. Uh,
2: Very similar to uh, if you're, especially in the U S. If you watch March Madness for basketball, so think of yeah. you know, from Sweet 16 and you go downward and then you have a final two eventually. So if you're we're
0: doing that, trouble... well, are,
1: are you are you explaining something to me? Yeah. I'm just
0: explaining. The... Uh, if, if you're having, if you're still Bradford. having kind of trouble. We're just kind of everyone in general, if you're still having trouble kind of visualizing what we're talking about, I would suggest kind of Googling like just a standard brackets uh, template uh, that should give you kind of a, an idea of what we're doing. So what we're going to do is we're going to take, the, take inspiration from this concept that the SinCast used. What they did is they compared movies and they got 64 movies and kind of put them against each other and they came out with uh, what they had determined to be the best movie of, I don't know, like since 1970 or, or something. I don't know. Uh, but what we're going to do is we're going to do the exact same thing, but with movie directors. So we're going to pick uh, 68 directors be- between us and compare them against each other. And we're going to decide... W- between us for what we think is the best director and whatever we pick will yeah. be objectively correct there'll be no arguments uh, no. definitely no, no controversies at all they'll everyone will agree
2: well so it's saying. interesting because we were talking about this in terms of do we do a bracket that's quote-unquote the best directors of all time or do we do personal favorites because i don't know about the rest of you but my favorites are not necessarily who might be you know, considered the greatest yeah. directors of all time. So when we were building out our lists, um, it was really interesting to think about directors that we will not be putting in um, because they simply didn't make anyone's list. Uh, so I'm don't be upset you by that. Lists.
0: I'm glad you mentioned lists <laughs> because I want to I want to explain what we're doing with that. So what we're doing is we're each writing a list of 17 directors and uh, why 17 I'm glad you asked uh, so 17 Thanks. times 4 is 68 and I don't know laws of division say that that's how it would work I hope mm-hmm. I hope it makes sense why we've got 17 and what we're doing I, I really hope I've explained this correctly can some of you guys uh,
2: Bracket is split into, in a normal bracket, it's split into four different regions. So normally you would have like any variations of north, south, east, west. I'm losing my voice again. And so we're basically doing that. But with each of us picked 17, it's all going to add up to 68 total. And then they're going to be randomized in order on the bracket list. So we don't know who's going to be paired against what. And then our discussions are what's going to kind of eliminate director after director eventually.
0: Yeah, if mm-hmm. I think that's it. that's a, I think that makes sense. Uh, Lauren and Maria, you guys know what? T- could I, mm-hmm. I? I really need some confirmation. Yeah, but, God, I don't want to move ahead until no, I know that
3: we're on the same I'm, page. Yeah, I'm. I'm good. The awesome film spotting podcast does a film spotting madness bracket yeah. every March. Um That's really entertaining on like different subjects and so like some. I think they did an actor actor actress one but yeah this will be fun i think it's safe to say we're going off kind of like our personal opinions first.
0: yes um, so this is going to be our th- thing so depending on whether we decide to go off kind of what's objectively the best or what we you know or what what's our yeah. favorite is sort of up to us what you know we can decide our own criteria for voting uh, another
2: limit, another limitation that we've kind of talked about is in some of these instances, if we haven't seen enough films by a director, it's not really fair for one of us to choose them. So we were talking about that, for example, like, I really haven't seen any Terrence Malick films, so he may be, you know, one of the greatest directors of all time, but I can't choose him because I can't speak to his films personally. So, And we all have, you know, different variations of that with directors that we've been exposed to so uh
0: yeah another thing before we get into kind of revealing our individual lists is that for the voting so when we're when we're deciding which director moves forward we're going to put it to a vote and since there are four hosts what we're going to do is we're going to use you guys so we're going to if it comes to a 2-2 tie uh then the audience will have to give us kind of their thoughts, you know, uh, provided that they, you know, provided that everyone in the audience kind of has experience with those directors, if that makes sense, because uh, I know a couple of these are obscure and... Is Yeah, yeah.
2: Yeah. So if you're if you're not listening live currently, it's kind of an incentive for you to join the server if you're interested in listening live, because we'll be no. Again, yes, of course. Um, but if we ever have a two-two vote split on a director, we'll probably just drop a quick like react with your emoji for which director should move on. Um, and you guys will yeah, you guys will have a say in that. So if you're not already in the server, make sure that you join so that you can tune in live and get your favorite director to the final four.
0: Mm-hmm. it's usually recorded on it, just quick plug for the podcast it, it, we usually record on uh on weekends uh so usually around Saturday if you're in America or the northern hemisphere so <laughs> yeah so do we want to get into doing the the list does anyone want to go first in particular or do we just
3: i think i think we should take turns uh just naming one each and you want to do that mm- I mean, if we're gonna get through it, it needs to be like yeah, because no a couple seconds of each of us. We're rapid firing
2: names, and we're gonna we're gonna just, pick uh, apart each of these directors.
0: Can I just mention mm-hmm. the uh, the honorable mention picks? Uh, uh, okay, mm-hmm. so I'll explain that better. So when we all made our individual lists, uh, we kind of highlighted the overlaps because obviously, if we all have a list of seventeen directors, there's going to be some overlap where we say the same director. Uh, so me and Lauren had like four different directors that we uh, agreed upon. Like our, so so what I did is I raised those four from my list, and I just put in a, put in a couple of directors that I. Uh, thought should be in the conversation, but no one really put on their list. So those four directors were uh, Christopher Nolan, Quentin Tarantino, Francis Ford Coppola, and John Carpenter. Car- Carpenter. So I, I put those four in, not because, you know, I wouldn't put them on my list personally, uh, but no one else shows them, and I feel like they are kind of iconic enough that they... They should at least be given some recognition. So, I, yeah. Anyways, uh, do, Lauren, do you want to go first with your number one pick? Well, we've also ranked these, by the way. So, uh, going oh, down did? the list, uh, well, I know I did.
2: Uh, I didn't. Oops. <laughs>
3: I did okay. a little bit. Mercy, yours look semi-ranked. Just go with this order. I,
2: yeah. Sure. That looks... I'm gonna I'm gonna shift a few things real fast. Yeah. Okay.
3: <laughs> do, do what you gotta do. My number one is the late great Stanley Kubrick because I don't know, his last I like of eight movies yeah, his last like eight movies are all really well respected pretty influential like culturally but um, a few are some of my fa- my favorites are probably The Shining 2001 A Space Odyssey and Clockwork probably- Orange
0: but Full Metal Jacket as my favorite of his.
3: That one's yeah. I mean honestly, any of the you could pick last, anyone. Last like eight eight that she made or he made, yeah, were pretty great. Mm-hmm. I'm 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 I'd be surprised if he gets taken out, uh, early. Okay. Uh,
0: just a yeah. yeah yeah sorry yeah he yeah he is a strong contender. Uh, what I was gonna say is we probably need to do a bit of a lightning round for some of these because we got we 68 do, to Let's go do through.
2: let's do context for our number one picks because I feel like that's a fair. Okay,
0: okay, yeah. Whoever Sorry. you're most
2: excited for, but yeah, I agree because we got 68 names to go through. <laughs> yeah,
0: a couple of these we can kind of just skim through, uh, but yeah, Stanley Kubrick has legs. You know that could he could go far. Uh, so Mercy what's your number one choice
2: And next um (laughs) this is probably no surprise to anyone who knows my love for Black Swan but uh Darren Aronofsky is my number one pick um I'm not going to advocate that he is the greatest director of all time but I am going to advocate that he's my personal favorite and I love his visual style um yeah I mean you're justified in putting
0: him at number one he's really good (laughs) He's got some. He.
2: Good stuff. It was really close between him and my number two, which you'll hear next round. But he's consistently over the years. I just I fall in love with his movies every time I rewatch. And Black Swan is back on Hulu now, so I'm gonna rewatch it probably soon.
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, Maria, what's your number one?
2: Bye,
1: oh, my number one. I I think uh, everyone knows it. It's Lars Von Trier.
0: Sorry, one second. My little brother is just kind of walking through my room right now. Bye, Liam. What you doing? I'm just going to see if Mark's back. Okay, sounds good. Go yeah. see if Mark's back. Now, come back. Okay. In your room. Great. Have a good one. He's All
1: so right. cute.
0: <laughs> He's very polite. Uh, t- t- okay, yeah. Maria, what's your number one?
1: Oh, I said that is. uh it is no surprise, but my number one is, uh, Lars von Trier.
0: Right. Yeah. Uh, I've, I've only seen one of his, it, it's a, he, right? Uh, yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: yeah okay. <laughs> I was going to say, I didn't want to get that mucked up, but, uh, yeah, he did melon, melancholia, melancholy. I don't know how to pronounce that word actually.
1: Yeah. Melancholia. I didn't, I didn't use that.
0: Well, for me uh, but but yeah, uh, he's got some pretty notable stuff. He did a, uh, didn't he do all those like Antichrist stuff and like, yeah, that's maniac and things.
1: House yeah, of Jack builds.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah. I have seen okay.
1: like most of his movies actually.
0: Uh, so my number yeah. one choice, uh, yeah. So my number one choice is Steven Spielberg. Uh, yeah. Classic. I, I, I'm kind of surprised that no one put him on their list, uh, but whatever. I'll I'll take Steven Spielberg. He has got a pretty good ratio, and when he when he hits, it's it's really good. You know, he's got all time highs. I mean, he's
2: he's a great option. He's like yeah he there.
0: he's got so much kind of quality stuff that he could also go pretty far like Kubrick he's uh i don't know it, he's just a really solid filmography you know what i mean uh my next pick right yeah sorry yep go for uh that. number 2
3: easy easy uh the king of surreal film david lynch yeah, he'd uh, be my number one if Twin Peaks was a was more movies, I guess. But
0: is June any yeah.
3: good? that's it. Like his June. Um, June Dune's pretty bad, but it's I like it. Yeah, but I like bad movies, so yeah. Mercy.
2: Uh, my second is Richard Linklater, most known for um, Boyhood and the Before trilogy
0: uh maria what's your second oh, All right. do you want to oh. defend link later oh,
1: oh no. yeah i mean we got to get through oh. 68 yeah, names yeah we got to fly through
0: these a <laughs> couple of these yeah
1: my second one is Gaspar noe i uh, love him so much
0: did he do the no what did he do uh, some kind of trilogy that everyone talks about all the Yeah. Time. Yeah, okay, yeah, that yeah. is what I'm thinking of. It's it. Uh so my yeah. my second is Ridley Scott, uh director of a lot of different sci fi movies and I don't know, just pretty solid filmography in general.
3: My third one? is Akira Kurosawa.
0: Is that uh Seven okay. Samurai Yep
3: okay a lot of great pick samurai edo period films
0: and he did ran yeah yep nice okay uh Messi.
2: Mm-hmm. um uh, my third is yorgo lanthimos so the Yay. lobster killing of the sacred deer yeah I the favorite had him. to had to put him up there he's one of my favorites
0: yeah i i, I missed that i i that probably would have been one of my choices uh, Maria, Maria has a lot of like obscure ones, so I'm really interested mm-hmm. to kind of investigate these ones for the podcast.
1: Well, they're not really obscure; they're just less popular uh, because their the, their films are not really that obscure. But yeah, my my third one will be Wong and Why. I love him so much. I love the vintage and all these uh, romantic tragic stories. Stories so much.
0: Uh, my fourth one, okay, okay, so this is where I kind of get a little bit out of order. Uh, I've already mentioned, uh, Nolan as one of my, as one of the honorable mentions that I didn't put in my original list, uh, so I sacrificed a couple of my choices, uh, but I, I haven't reordered them into what I would order them, so, uh, well, I'll just say Nolan's my number four, even though he's probably not, he, he probably wouldn't make that four you know yeah he, he just deserves a spot i think he's got a couple of good ones
2: Oops. yeah We'll we'll
3: discuss good,
0: that Good for pleasure. yeah <laughs> yeah totally i think that's pretty good elimination fodder but yeah uh th- yeah, my this next pick is alfred hitchcock yeah that that one's gonna be tough to vote against oh yeah uh, director of all the things fucking like What, I said all the things, and then I tried to think of something, and I'm Rear I Window. Rear Window, Psycho, yeah, more, more
3: North bird. by yeah.
0: Northwest. Yeah, fucking everything.
2: Uh, everything classic. Okay, Mercy. Um, My fourth pick is Bong Joon-ho, so most recently Parasite, but also um, Snowpiercer, Okja, Mother.
0: And the host. Oh, yeah.
2: Oh yeah, I have not seen the host, so
0: I just I haven't either. I just think it's funny that he's made two movies called *Parasite* and and *The Host*. right.
2: Maria, what's next for
1: you? Uh, my four one would be oh my god, I just love all these directors so much. Uh, my four will be Pedro Almodovar. He's a Spanish director. He's fucking. I love him. Like I, I love him it's
0: it's at delight to watch his movies i like i said i i haven't i've heard of like only a few of the ones on your list so i really need to go in and like kind of investigate all these directors so i have something to talk about when we actually discuss yeah. them because i really Agreed. don't want to be unfair and like eliminate them just because i've kind of never heard of them i i want everything to have a fair yeah me too be, yeah so i want maria you should like recommend me the the best movies from each of these directors to like, uh,
1: Ooh, that'd be make good. a case oh, for yourself. Oh, I could, oh, this, this should be fun. Yeah. I, I want to like, I, I see all your directors and I, maybe they are very well known, but I don't know. I like, I cannot recognize any movie from them. So I could take like suggestions too.
2: Yeah.
0: Okay. But
1: yeah, it will definitely uh, give you we'll, recommendations um, for
2: mine. Maybe we should build a letterbox list. That's like the best one movie from each director yeah or one or two that would be cool
0: that's a really cool idea we just created a new podcast topic for next week yeah (laughs) although that would be the third week in a row we've talked about directors because we did fincher Mm -hmm.
2: the we'll be talking about for a while with this bracket that's (laughs) true that's
0: true if you don't like directors then uh sorry
2: then just listen to the letterbox 250 <laughs> part. Yeah, yeah, of our yeah. Podcast.
0: That's why that's first. And if you do like directors uh
2: listen all the way through. Yeah,
0: Yeah. yeah. Uh, also this is going to be like a son of a bitch of an episode to edit because I'm going to have to go through all the different gaps and like edit out between our our choices. Any, anyway, like uh okay, what what's next? Okay, this I'll just go th- I think I've already mentioned my four that aren't yeah. So, the next one is Tarantino. Just ignore that. That's not one of my picks. That's just an honorable mention sort of thing. Uh, Lauren, you're next.
3: Tarantino's in my top, top 100, but not in the yeah. top 17. My uh, next one for me is Haya Miyazaki. Uh, spirited Away? Yeah, that's all I'll say yeah. for now. Because all... he's
2: all Ghibli. Oh,
0: mm-hmm. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh... He's the Ghibli guy, right? Yeah,
3: the Ghibli guy. I
2: the <laughs> He's the more definitely the more known name, I would say.
3: Mm-hmm. Um my
2: fifth six, I think it's six at this point, uh, so, is Claire yeah. Denise, which is the first of several female directors to come on my list. Um, but most known I think for Beau travail Um, she's a French director and also the A twenty four film High Life. So Really? You like Phil
1: Travail? I hated it.
2: Oh, I. we'll have to (laughs) unpack it because I I do. I love it a lot.
1: Well, it's a good movie. I just, I don't know. I I have feelings towards it.
2: (laughs) Okay. I can take feelings.
1: (laughs) All right. So, oh, my fifth one. Yeah. It mm-hmm. would be another Spanish director called Bigas Luna. He is amazing. Like, he managed this. Like, all of his movies are very sexual and erotic. I will just love it because they are very human and raw because of that. Like, there's this very, very famous movie, which is his most famous. It's called Jamon Jamon. It's the fucking best. And, you know, uh, one thing that I want to mention about this movie is, it, is that I have a, like, one thing you know about me is that I have this immensely crush on Penelope Cruz, and this movie, Jamon Jamon, is the first movie when she appears, and she's 17 in there, so it's oh, like wow. her movie, yeah, it's amazing, like her her role in there is just amazing, totally recommended.
0: Yeah, I, I can't wait to set up that list and kind of just go through it, you know, and just, like, set up the bracket in general and start talking about it, because... Yeah. I, I want to expand Roz, my... What's your what's your number six? Uh, I, I was going to suggest that we do a little bit of a lightning round from here on out, uh, just from, like...
1: Sure.
0: Just for a little bit, just so we can kind of get sure. through a chunk of them. So uh, <laughs> we'll just say what the director is and, like, one of their movies that we like. Uh, so Francis Ford Coppola, obviously The Godfathers, and uh, Apocalypse Now.
3: Yeah, my next pick is Andrei Tarkovsky, the Soviet filmmaker. Uh, stalker is, like, completely transcendent.
2: My next one is uh, Ingmar Bergman, uh, Persona and Seventh Seal might be his best known.
1: Uh, for me, will be Michael Haneke, and the movie that I like the most is Amour. Uh,
0: James Cameron, uh, known for giant box office hits like Avatar and stuff, but his best movies are more of the older, more practical, effecty stuff like Terminator and Aliens.
3: My next pick is Paul Thomas Anderson. Like when I graduated, my film bro years up. The latter, right? I think I think he's the next step after Tarantino, but one of my favorites.
2: My next pick is Martin Cors- uh, Scorsese, who what has he not done at this point? <laughs> one of the most iconic director names.
1: Uh, my next one is called Andrei Isbannik or something like that. He's Russian, and his best movie is *Leviathan*.
0: Uh, Damien Giselle is way too far down my list, I think. Uh, responsible for Whiplash and La La Land.
3: My next pick are, is a little bit of a cheat, but they have directed together up to this point. Is I think we've Lana got a couple of w- yeah, Lana, yeah, and Some of them are siblings, too, which is always fun, but Lana and Lily Wachowski. Um, I, l- I really love Bound, I think, is their best. Also, The Matrix is notable.
2: Mm-hmm. My next pick is Satoshi Kong, so Perfect Blue, Paprika. Um, I have not seen Millennium Actress yet, but...
1: Oh, and mine is Paolo Sorrentino. Yeah, He has Youth and The Great Beauty.
0: Edgar Wright is my next one, and Edgar Wright is better than Tarantino, and I'll stand by that until I die. The hottest take, take the hottest
2: take that's been uttered. <laughs> that's on literally Netflix. not
0: even that like hot of a take. If you watch, like, if you watch Edgar Wright movies, uh, Mercy,
3: <laughs> you'll know where I'm coming from.
2: Okay, okay, okay. I will. I'm gonna let's, add him to my list. The,
3: let's keep the lightning, lightning moving. Sorry. <laughs> through us, uh, Joel and Ethan Coen are my next sibling pick. Um, a little haven't always worked as closely, but they have made most of their movies together. So. I put them
2: together. Next for me is Park Chan Wook. So, Handmaiden, Old Boy, Sympathy for Lady Vengeance. Ooh, a old few. Boy,
0: I didn't know that was. Sorry. I
1: love that director so much. Yeah.
2: Yeah, I, I know I stole that one from <laughs> you, Maria. Sorry. Yeah, it's
1: it's all right. It's all right. Uh, for me, it would be Lee Chang Dong. His uh, he has Burning and Secret Sunshine. Uh.
0: My tenth is John Carpenter, another one that I slotted in as an honorable mention. Uh, uh,
3: director of the Thing and Halloween and stuff. Another mo- or another great horror director, but a little more modern is my next pick, Ari Aster. He made Hereditary and Midsummer.
2: Being with the horror theme for me, uh, Robert Eggers. So the Lighthouse and the Vich or the v- Witch. V- <laughs> the Vivit. That's oh, a very yeah. good
0: back-to-back, <laughs> like duo. Yeah. If we ever get those two in a matchup, that'll be really tricky.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, for me is Leo Skarax, and he has obviously the new movie Annette and Holy Motors and Mr. Lonely.
0: Eleventh for me is Lee Wannell, uh, director of some more modern horror movies, uh, Upgrade and
3: The Invisible Man. Another modern director, Barry Jenkins, uh, made Moonlight and If Peel Street Could Talk and the Underground Railroad.
2: Next for me is Jordan Peel um for Get Out and Us and Soon to Be a Trilogy with Nope. Oh
1: I didn't know I am that hyped was the director that. From Get out. Yeah. Yeah, it, I think it's, it's a pretty it's great next poster. Year.
2: Yeah.
0: <laughs> it's got David mm-hmm. da- David Cullio. What's his name?
2: Daniel Callio. Yeah, yeah
1: yeah yeah daniel i was like david <laughs> yeah I... Um. then there, there, there's this controversial director called francois ozon and he has uh swimming pool young and beautiful uh see the sea sitcom very good movies but very controversial yeah <laughs>
0: Uh, my twelfth is Brad Bird, director of a bunch of great animated stuff like The Iron Giant and The Incredibles movies, as well as uh, the fourth Mission Impossible
3: movie, Ghost Protocol, which is one of my favorites. Yeah, my next oh, yeah. personal pick is Spike Jones. I really like uh, being drawn, Malkovich especially.
2: Next for me is Sofia Coppola, so Marie Antoinette lost in translation um did you say bling ring. i am not sure how to pronounce her name coppola. it might is it it's, coppola. Is it coppola? Yeah. it's, oh, like, it's like francis well...
0: ford coppola I, we've been through oh this i did not
2: know that well i can't pronounce <laughs> things it's all good for, for me it's coppola
1: like with accent. excellent okay yeah well that's for me but i don't know oh uh, anyway the <laughs> next one for me, it's uh, a Polish director. Uh, again, I don't know how to pronounce this shit, but it's Andrzej Sulowski. And he has the best horror movies ever. He has Possession, Diabelle, and Cosmos. Well, Cosmos is not really a, a horror movie, but it's it's a good philosophical movie.
0: You've recommended Possession to me before, so I will be checking that out. Yeah,
1: Yeah, check it out. It's amazing.
0: Uh, My next one, number 13, is Alex Garland. director of, I think, some pretty good psychological thrillers, I guess. Ex Machina and what's the other one? One with the bear. Annihilation. Annihilation. Yeah, thank you.
3: My next pick is Alfonso Cuaron. Stolen from me. Cuaron.
1: Cuaron, yeah.
3: Cuaron. Quieter every time I say it. Let's move on. (laughs)
2: director names are hard <laughs> uh mine is yeah. david lowry for a ghost story and as we talked about earlier the green knight
1: uh next for me it's kim Kiturk. uh he has peter the isle and *Moebius*. Uh
0: my 14th is catherine bigelow most known for zero dark 30 and the hurt locker
3: I picked another difficult to pronounce uh, French director Denis Villeneuve. Denis Villeneuve. Oh, damn, Denis
0: Villeneuve. Or something.
3: yeah, Vill- Vill- Villeneuve. I think it's Villeneuve.
1: Villeneuve. Yeah, because
3: yeah, Denis the villain. <laughs>
2: mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> the villain's really like
3: it. He made a uh, Blade Runner twenty forty nine, Arrival, Enemy. He's made prisoners. a lot of really great looking movies.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. Uh, Yeah, that's a top-tier pick.
0: Yeah, he's a good choice. I I didn't even think of him.
2: Um, Next for me is Kelly Reichardt, since we're going to be sensitive about pronouncing names. Uh, First Cow recently came out by her, and I recently also watched Old Joy by her as well.
1: Oh, that's a good one. Mm -hmm. Uh, For me will be David Cronenberg. He's very well-known. He has Videodrome, Dead Fingers, To Die For, and The Fly.
0: Uh yeah, no I know Cronin, but yeah he's the body horror guy right
1: yeah mm-hmm. he has Crash and a history of violence.
0: Uh, so I've got, yeah, uh, so number fifteen is Martin McDonough, uh, known for crime comedies. I guess you could call them. Uh, Seven Psychopaths, which you recommended me, Maria. Uh, In yeah, I think that's how you pronounce the movie and. The other one, uh, three billboards, three billboards outside Ebbing,
3: Missouri, which I think is really good.
1: Oh, yeah,
3: I hated that movie, but oh, I, I we, can, we, can talk, we can talk about <laughs> it. I, I think his other movies are okay. Uh, my next pick is Sean Baker, he made The Florida Project and Tangerine. Oh, that's a good one. Um,
2: my next pick is John Huston, who has done a lot of older works um treasure of sierra madre and annie like the original one chinatown um, maltese falcon
1: amazing Mm -hmm. um for me it's takashi mike i love him he is a horror director he has audition ichi the killer 13 assassins visitor Q, uh three extremes very good movies all
0: uh, is it me next? Yeah. Uh, so sixteenth is Lord and Miller, director of. I think they only directed the Lego Movie and Cladu, the Chance of Meatballs, but they're also they also have written a lot of kids movies like the New Mitchells versus the Machines and
3: Into the Spider Verse. My next director pick is Guillermo del Toro. Um, Pan's Labyrinth and The Shape of Water are like very high in my favorite movies list. I think Um truly really superb movies
0: this next one's tricky
3: to talk about
2: yeah my so my <laughs> final two um yeah uh they're both female directors and it's both arguable that since they really only have one or two films out at this point they'll be tough to talk about but i wanted to bring them up because hmm. i enjoyed their filmography so uh chloe Zhao is the next one for me who most recently won best director for nomadland is it um, and by the time i it believe is. so yeah um but
3: please keep on talking about her don't let us
2: oh no no, no. <laughs> good good that's it so we'll talk a little bit more about she mm. has a couple of shorter length films um so we'll see what we can recommend to watch from her
0: obviously besides no Medland.
1: yes mm-hmm. of course um for me um uh, should i talk about the last two just the You're last wrong one
3: wrong. yeah or, oh. yeah you, you have two more it doesn't oh, matter go ahead
1: well, it, well, anyway, my last uh, directors for me, it's Tim Burton and Nicholas Wynn Like, Tim Burton, everyone's know him, right? Like, yeah. and I mm-hmm. hands, like, Curtis Pride and this stuff. And even, Nicholas like... Wynn Reffren. Uh huh.
0: So, sorry, I was gonna say, I think even, like, kind of normies know who Tim Burton is, you know?
1: Yeah. And Nicholas Wynn Reffren, he's uh, from Day. The... Uh, Denmark, I think, and he has Pusher and the Neon Demon. Very good director.
0: I'm I'm loving all these picks, but like I I really like this, like concept, like this is a lot of fun. Um, I can't wait to actually like get started with the bracket because I want to talk more about this shit. Okay, uh, my seventeenth and final is Drew Goddard, director of The Cabin in the Woods, and. What's the title? The uh, the, uh, the bad times at the El Royale. Oh yeah, I forgot he made that.
3: That's an interesting pick. Hmm. Uh, my last director is David Fincher, who I missed the discussion of. So excited to stand him a little bit.
2: My last pick is Julia. Cornell, I believe would be how you'd say it in French, Mm -hmm. Um, who's most known for Raw, which is a French horror film, um, but she also just won at the Cannes Festival for Titan, which comes out, I believe, in October. So excited to see that and see what's to come from her, because Raw's um, a top-tier film for me, personally.
0: What's a... You said Raw's in an American accent, and I thought you were talking to me
2: no <laughs> oh <laughs> it's a Z. uh
0: anyway uh yeah so w- what's titane about by the way i've i know it's it is and shit.
2: about a well i don't i feel like the things that i know about it are spoilers from twitter so i hesitate to say something. okay okay because...
0: <laughs> I'll, I'll research on my own then uh yeah, because I I did like Raw as well, and I actually originally had uh I'm I'm just gonna say Julia, I don't, I don't, I'm not gonna have a go at that surname, um, yeah, she was originally uh, on my list for Raw. Uh, yeah. I, I I really. Yeah. I I I think Maria. Who did one of you guys recommend me Raw? I think it was me. Yeah. 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 I, I didn't.
2: I did like it. I've recommended it to a few people.
0: mm Hmm. Yeah. It's also got a really uh, aesthetic poster. And Maria uses the font on it for, like, everything.
2: That's true. Yeah, I
1: love it! It's the best <laughs> font ever.
3: Hey, well, but, this yeah. is a great... Um, so that's uh, our... Sorry, wait,
2: Maria on. has one more.
0: No, no, no she's done. No, I don't.
2: Oh, yes. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I didn't realize you had said the
3: last idea one. I think the idea is that we go through a couple each time at least. Like maybe next episode we can dedicate to just, or like mostly dedicate to like half half of them. Maybe we'll do a two-parter or something, but yeah, Mm -hmm. we'll figure it out. Um, I definitely have some work cut out for me. Um, So I have seen at least one movie from some of your picks, but... um, We'll try yeah. to get that list compiled so the audience at home can you know catch up as well and have, have share their opinions uh
0: two things i want to say uh one thing i uh i think maybe this i haven't brought this up to anyone but maybe this can replace temporarily the letterbox 250 discussions uh and secondly mm. all of these for those familiar with the march madness uh, brackets you, you'll know about seeding and how all that works basically uh, kind of ranking all of the choices so that the matchups are a little bit quote unquote fairer for the higher seeds uh, and when I say higher seeds I mean like the higher ranked directors uh, I don't think we're going to do that we're just going to randomize it just because we think that directors are, are, are a little bit yeah. more uh, subjective and you can you can make a case for kind of almost anything in uh, Th- there's no clear-cut winners here uh, you've obviously got some uh like heavy contenders but like uh yeah it's gonna be hard to vote out a lot of these you know what i mean like every single one of these directors is r- really good so yeah yeah uh, like i said i'm really excited i i, I actually am kind of hyped for this uh so yeah
2: yeah i'm you excited too. <laughs>
3: Great, great episode, everyone. It was good, good talking.
0: Mm-hmm, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. So this is this is our bracket of sixty-eight directors. Uh, th- those are all our; those are all the contenders. If there's any we missed, make sure to yell at us for that.
3: Uh, please <laughs> debate us.
0: Yes. Yes. Uh, ping us, and tell us exactly how wrong we are.
2: Don't tell us why Wes Anderson should have been included. I will not read those messages.
0: <laughs> Wes Anderson is overrated. He's, like,
3: yeah, he's let's just leave it at that for ones, now. I feel like I we think. could dedicate, yeah, uh, I, maybe a Wes Anderson bracket would be fun of his, just his movies, just his
0: eight movies. Let's just do speedrun oh, right now.
2: None of them. Um, I think it would <laughs>
0: it would automatically be Moonrise Kingdom versus Grand Budapest.
3: No. Fantastic Mr. Fox is the best. Oh yeah, sorry. I yeah, yeah. Fantastic there.
0: Mr. Fox versus Grand Budapest. Yeah.
3: Well he's not missing anything. I, I, don't think, I agree I don't with think... uh I agree with Proxy. Wes Anderson is like, no one the more money and creative liberty they give him, the worse he
1: gets.
0: <laughs> the, yeah, it Yeah. Hmm. He was gonna be my next choice if uh, I needed to put in one more honorable mention uh, but yeah mm. now nah, we I, I, I'm happy with the ones we have right now This will provide a, a good discussion and, and yeah uh, so yeah. yeah you can you can find us on our various uh, social medias we got uh, mercy doing the Instagram uh, I'm on the the podcast mm. Twitter which is just watch and wine podcast I think. Uh, if that's wrong, yeah. then I guess, fuck me. I'm, I don't know. Uh, but yeah, make sure to find us in the, uh, in the discord server. Uh, we got a couple of, yeah, we got, we, we still got a couple of listeners. Uh, usually we do some questions, but we haven't done that this, uh, we haven't done that this episode because we just wanted to save a little bit of time. Uh, but usually we'll answer questions. So if you want to leave a question for us to answer, uh, Drop it in the Watch and Wine server. Provided you are twenty-two years or older. Anyways, anyone got anything else to say before we before we wrap it up?
2: No, that's it for me.
3: Well,
0: you guys sound enthusiastic. Jeez.
3: Yeah. Have a good week, everyone. Watch Watch some good movies. Watch some yeah, good movies. Yeah, What's yeah. Recommendations. Be, be kind to other people. Watch
1: seven movies a day. If only. <laughs>
3: only I could live that life.
0: Yeah. Anyways, uh, enjoy your day, everyone. Thanks for listening to the Watch and Wine podcast. Make sure to Google our Discord server, Watch and Wine, to meet us and listen to these podcasts live. You'll also meet a ton of other like minded users who love film just as much as you do. And as always, have a good one.